In this episode, the year of the dragon, becoming Arizona's first STEAM district, and career and technical education. From the heart of paradise, I'm Matt. And I'm Kara. And this is PV Beat. And Kara, today we were going to do that intro in Mandarin, but I must say that we are not as skilled as our students at Whispering Wind. Is it very difficult? Very difficult. Uh, in fact, reading the script this morning for the intro, I gained even more appreciation for our Mandarin immersion teachers and so much more respect for our Mandarin immersion students. It's a difficult language. It is very difficult. And we're going to hear about more about what that's like in the classroom today in this episode. But first, let's get into ads. Next week is Donuts with the District. Join Dr. Bales and Cabinet at Cactus View Elementary for an informal meet and greet on Thursday, February 29th at 10 a.m. Join PV Schools in celebrating the 14th annual Sights and Sounds Fine Arts event coming up on Saturday, March 2nd from 9 a.m. to 5 p.m. at Shadow Mountain High School. This event celebrates the artistic, creative, and musical talents of the K-12 students from around the paradise. College and Career Services is offering an in-person English and Spanish presentation about post-secondary pathways and opportunities tonight from 6 to 7.30 p.m. Find out more by visiting the PV Schools newsroom at pvschools.net. The annual Chinese New Year celebration is on February 23rd at Paradise Valley High School. Students of all levels will be performing in honor of the Year of the Dragon, and we'll learn about more than that, about that on the podcast as well. But first, we do have State of the District with Dr. Bales. He's speaking with Dr. Sean Holmes, uh, and they're talking about this roadmap we have here in PV to become the first uh, STEAM district in the state. Here he is. Hello, I'm Troy Bales, proud superintendent of PV Schools, and welcome to State of the District. Joining me today is Dr. Sean Holmes. Hello, Sean. How are you, sir? I'm doing great. Thank you. And thank you for joining me as we talk a little bit about STEAM and our STEAM initiative, a district-wide initiative that is built off a couple of different pieces, a very robust strategic plan, and of course, our end goal of the portrait of a graduate. I think it's fair to say that under our portrait of a graduate, we want all of our kids to be critical thinkers, people who seek solutions to problems, think independently and apply reasoning and logic. And we have a very robust strategic plan that addresses our STEAM initiative under the student experience, don't we? We do. Uh, and this initiative in particular is one that we are we're very excited about. I, I probably should start by saying an ultimate uh, goal of being the first STEM school district in, in the state of Arizona. Which... Absolutely. We are thrilled to take this initiative district-wide. Uh, we have a lot of great models in the district that have been incubated and nurtured along the way. And so to take it district-wide and create experiences for kids to uh, think creatively, to problem solve through project-based learning, and problem-based learning is really exciting. It really is. And I think, you know, it, it's a great fit for us as a district because we've already launched that in pieces around the district. So a lot of our elementary schools, as an example, have, have been engaging in STEM for a while. So we're we're coaching them up to, to, to STEAM, of course. I think we should also talk a little bit about our Crest program because that is certainly our signature program here in the district that we um, have a wait list of kids trying to get into that program to study computer science, uh, engineering, and biosciences. And uh, what an incredible program that is and something that I think uh, will help us figure out how to uh, develop our, our STEAM initiative across the district. Absolutely. Uh, we are certainly a leader in, in the Valley and nationally with our Crest program and and to take this STEAM initiative and take crest-like experiences 
and help kids in all of our schools, K-12, have those experiences is what this initiative is all about. We've done some work to help we have accelerate this conversation in, across our district and move our schools, mm-hmm. while that ultimate vision is to maybe see the district as a district-certified STEAM district and uh, maybe schools of individuals along the way. That's our ultimate vision. To get there, we have to have a little bit of a roadmap. So tell us a little bit about the uh, the work that our group has done to develop a rubric in this sure. space. Yeah, we started that work last year. Uh, we did uh, pull together a, a number of uh, stakeholders from uh, across the district and in our community uh, to develop a rubric where uh, our schools can self-assess uh, their STEAM journey and to decide where it is that they where they are and where they want to go next. The areas of focus specifically in that are leadership, instructional design, and uh, in community partnerships. And, of course, there are a number of details in there related to that. But that is something that they developed last year and rolled out to schools. In end of last year and the beginning of this year was our first opportunity for our schools to go through that process of self-assessment. Well, and we certainly know in our strategic plan that goal number four around community strength is a pillar of success in this district. We have tremendous community support and involvement. And uh, it's fun to be able to see us intentionally develop a roadmap and a plan to extend opportunities for students and families to participate in these community activities through field trips, mentorships, internships, externships. It's just, it's really exciting. And certainly to expand some CT experiences as well as the fine arts, because this is a STEAM, not a STEM initiative, that we really value mm-hmm. the arts as part of this conversation. Well, I appreciate you mentioning goal for community strength in our strategic plan, because I do think that a focus on STEAM and a development of a robust STEAM program is one of those things that's going to help us as a district uh, become more connected with our community. And we're very connected with our community now, but I think this is going to take it to another level. Absolutely. And when we talk about marketing the district, this gives us a signature district-wide identification. It does. And I think that's a really exciting as the Valley grows in its STEAM like fields from technology and manufacturing and industry in the uh, AI space is just amazing that we have set a path for success. Another journey of excellence here in PV schools. Dr. Holmes, thanks for joining me today on State of the District. Appreciate it. Thank you, sir. Well, that was really insightful, and I'm so excited for all the awesome things coming to Paradise Valley. It is great to see uh, STEAM kind of being woven uh, into all aspects of PV, and it'll be exciting to see how that grows in future years. And now we are going to talk about the Chinese New Year celebration and a little bit more about Mandarin immersion. We're here with Miss Ruth Jay from Whispering Wind. She started the dual language immersion program at Whispering Wind. Hi, how are you today? Good, thank you. Um, I'm happy to be here. Yeah, so uh, we've talked to Rebecca Rodriguez, who is the principal at Whispering Wind, kind of about the the experience at Whispering Wind. But we're excited to talk to you today uh, and maybe get a little bit of insight in what it's like in the classroom, what students are learning. Uh, I know at the beginning of the podcast, we we mentioned how difficult a language it, it is to learn. Tell us about what what's how students are learning this language. So we have our dual language immersion program from starting in kindergarten all the way through sixth grade. And K through four, uh, the students are learning content in the target language, which is Mandarin. So kindergarten through fourth grade, they will learn the Mandarin language, math, and science. And then in fifth and sixth, it's just Mandarin language, science, and social studies. It is actually very difficult. But we have dynamic teachers who are 
teaching the kids with a lot of vocabulary words, a lot of actions, and the children are actually not translating in their head when they are learning a second language. Wow, that is so impressive that they're doing starting that at such a young age. And it's not only the language, it's also the culture they are learning as well, correct? Totally. And that's why we, we do the Chinese uh, annual Chinese New Year celebrations in a big way at Whispering Wind. And we've been doing this. This would be our official 11th year wow. celebrating Chinese New Year. Even though we have our immersion program, we also have the other kids who are not in immersion program also learn Mandarin as an enrichment program. I teach those classes from preschool through sixth grade. So let's talk a little bit about the celebration. What is, I'm, I'm sure a lot of people have heard of the Chinese New Year celebration, but culturally, what's the significance of this event? Um, so Chinese New Year is probably the biggest Chinese New Year festival. Um, the Chinese New Year follows the lunar calendar, and it is one of the biggest celebrations around the world. You think about China, you think about Southeast Asia, Asians, Chinese people around the world also celebrate Chinese New Year. It's a big affair. I mean, in China, there's two weeks. Two weeks is off work, and it's a time to celebrate with your families. Families go home, and on New Year's Eve, they have what we call a reunion dinner and the family members come together and sit around the round table and eat and make dumplings. So I know kids always love celebrations. I imagine the students at Whispering Wind are excited for this upcoming celebration that is going on in PV schools. Yeah, in the old days, we used to have a big banquet um, where round tables, red tablecloths, and everybody's eating and the community comes together. Kind of COVID kind of messed us up a little bit. And so now it's just the performance. I hope that one day soon we will go back to having a big banquet and a big performance as well. So tell us a little bit more about what can be expected at the performance this year. I understand it's going to be housed or held at Paradise Valley High School. Yeah, the only reason why we have moved our event to a high school is uh, we got too big to fit everyone in our, oh, wow. in well, our auditorium. A, a good problem <laughs> yeah, to have. A good problem. <laughs> yeah, and so my students, preschool uh, will be su- performing on stage with my kindergartners as well. And then all the dual language immersion teachers have a performance that they've already prepared a month ago, and they are going to really impress you. I mean, this sing and dance and kung fu, it is very colorful, and it's a time to showcase all the students. It's just wonderful. And when you say all the students, it is even older students than Whispering Wind that are participating, correct? Yes. In fact, our middle school kids from Sunrise are also going to perform 7th and 8th grade. And our high school kids who are now in uh, sophomore year, ninth grade. Wow. And is this event uh, free to the public? So say like, you know, a student who is not part of Sunrise maybe wants to join Sunrise or Whispering Wind. Absolutely. It's free and we welcome everyone. Uh, We have a show that we want everyone to come and watch. 
If you want to learn more about Mandarin Immersion or Whispering Wind Academy, check out pvschools.net or what we would suggest here on the podcast is stop by the Chinese New Year celebration and see firsthand how amazing these students are in this second language. All right. Well, thank you so much, Ruth, for being here. All right. Thank you. Thanks, Ruth, for stopping by. Next, we have News in 90. This is my favorite segment because it is lightning round news of all the great things going on in PV schools. We try and get it done in 90 seconds. How about you start us off, Kara? All right. Next week is Public Schools Week. Thank you for choosing PV schools and making us a premier education destination. 12th grader Jada Schlossmecker and Addison Manos were awarded monetary scholarships for their 2D and 3D art. Um, this included the Jennings Family Award, and there was also the Carolyn, uh, Carolyn Woods Award. Gosh, I'm tongue-tied. Congratulations to both of these students. The third grader students at Desert Child Elementary Schools participated in the AZ uh, Coyotes hockey team. Uh, they came out to the school and it was a really fun event for them. So awesome. Uh, we had some schools participating in the read to the final four. We have one in the sweet 16 way to go. Desert trails. And congratulations to Anish. He was on the podcast a couple weeks ago. He won the region spelling bee and is moving forward to the Arizona state spelling bee. I know that was one of his goals. So congratulations, Anish. Uh, congrats to our educators at PV online who were invited to present at the 2024 AZ canvas connect conference at ASU way to represent. And horizon freshman Sadie Barkley was highlighted on channel 12 for her amazing work with her sweet treat donation to Phoenix children's hospital. Keep up the great work, Sadie. Yari L from North Canyon High School was named Youth of the Year by Boys and Girls Club of the Valley, the Robson Branch. Way to go. And 1,369 students made the fall superintendent's honor roll. Congratulations to all. You'll find out more about the superintendent's honor roll on the district social media. Woo. And that was just under 90 seconds. Way to go, Kara. We got it. Uh, next, uh, equally as fun a topic, STEAM is kind of the theme uh, around uh, all of our February podcasts. Dr. Bales and Dr. Holmes, obviously, earlier in the episode talked about the roadmap to becoming a uh, the first uh, STEAM district in the state of Arizona. And part of the way we get there is obviously through that initiative and through our strategic plan, but it's also through cool events. And one in particular is put on by our CTE program. Uh, we have today with us Pam Folk, Crest coordinator. Hi, I'm so excited to be here. We are really excited about this Women in STEAM Career Talks event. It's the first time we're hosting it. We've had tremendous response um, of excitement for it, as well as speakers wanting to be part of it. It is going to be a speaker panel and conversation with female industry experts in STEAM fields. So these are fields that combine knowledge and skills in multiple areas of science, technology, engineering, the arts, and math. And this is a presentation that kind of leverages technology, right? It's going to be held on March 21st, but it, it, it might not be, you know, the traditional panel kind of conversation that, that one might be used to, right? Right. So what we're doing is our panelists will be virtual, but we're actually live streaming it in different um, district high school auditoriums and lecture halls. So each site's going to have a live moderator, a live audience. Um, so the opportunity for students to interact with the speakers who are going to be joining us virtually from their places of work. And then middle schools can also join the webcast to 
um, watch from their classrooms across the district, but we're really excited to have students being able to engage from all of our high schools in as a live audience with a virtual panel. Okay, so tell us a little more about what we can expect from the speakers on this panel. So we have speakers joining us from the fields of engineering, medicine, research, bioinformatics, interior design, architecture, environmental engineering, nursing, video game production, and aerospace. We also have some PV alumni joining us who are currently in law school, med school, and PhD programs. So these speakers are going to share their education and career journeys and what opportunities are in their fields and what they see as needs in the future for the field. So this gives middle and high school students the opportunity to learn about lots of interesting STEAM careers and to ask questions about them as they start to plan their own future journeys. So STEAM and STEM and CTE, they all kind of go hand in hand. They, they kind of work in the same world, right? Uh, and a lot of the things that you mentioned maybe aren't things that people recognize as CTE-like topics, right? You mentioned interior design, bioscience. Uh, talk about the change in CTE from maybe what people thought of it years and years ago versus what it is now. CTE has always been about developing skills for post-secondary work. And now what we're really just wanting um, students to understand is these skills that they build um, in high school or that these programs they take advantage of help them learn more about themselves, their own strengths, and what kind of future direction they want to go, whether these skills that they want to learn are going to require more higher education, such as in fields of engineering or medicine, or if they want to just go right out into the workforce with the passions they've developed through the skills they've learned in high school. So it's really about helping students learn about themselves and develop future goals for themselves. And you talked about their passions. CTE, uh, obviously you're closely connected to Crest, uh, which is a signature opportunity within PV schools. These are all ways of finding your passion before you invest the time and the tuition. You kind of get a leg up. You definitely get a leg up because, you know, most of us, our college experience involved two or three major changes. I know mine did. And Mm -hmm. so this really kind of gives students the opportunity to almost kind of be doing that exploration in advance and just know a little bit more about what interests them and where their strengths lie when they head off to college, um, if that's their path. So tell us a little more about STEAM and what it is and how this is going to work in the CREST kind of field. Okay, so STEAM is combining skills and knowledge from multiple areas. Uh, so we all, we most of us are familiar with STEM, which is um, science, technology, engineering, and math. The arts is something that has really just been a natural marriage to those because a lot of the things we do have an aesthetic component. They involve creativity, just like digital animation, game production, interior design, environmental engineering requires an understanding of science and engineering. So really, our jobs and opportunities for students in the future involve a combination of diverse skills. And so what we're focused on is helping students build those skills and learn different Different ways of thinking, different ways of using both left and right brain to put together kind of a package of knowledge and abilities that allow them a much broader direction of opportunities for themselves. So this Women in STEAM 
virtual panel uh, event that you have coming up on March 21st. It, it's a celebration of women in STEAM fields because historically women have been underrepresented in STEAM fields. But the event is not just for women, correct? It's for everyone. Correct. We have a topic that's relevant for everyone. We have, um, you know, the the careers that they're going to be talking about are of interest to male and female. We're just featuring women industry experts in the field to share their journey and their experience with a broad cross-gender audience. Well, thank you so much, Pam, for everything that you and all of the STEAM, STEM, CREST, uh, science, engineering, uh, you name it. uh, Thank you to all those staff who are helping guide students on that journey of excellence uh, with STEAM in mind. For more information about the Women in STEAM event held on March 21st, check out pvschools.net. Thank you so much, Pam. Thanks for having me. And Kara, that is the podcast for this week. Yeah. Well, what a good one. Yeah, I, I love the the CTE STEAM uh, kind of world. And, and I think in part it's because I look back at high school and I wish that I had that opportunity. So I, I'm so excited I agree. for students. I totally agreed with what you were saying, you know, going to different majors in college and stuff. This just provides students an opportunity just to get a feel for what they want beforehand. For more information about those many journeys of excellence, visit pvschools.net. You can also find PV Schools on social media by searching at PV Schools. Make sure to support student success by liking, commenting, and sharing. And as always, support the pod by rating us on Apple and Spotify and sharing new episodes on the social media platform of your choice. Bye. Bye.